top of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q good morning this is the morning news for today august the 22nd 2022 i'm your presenter hassan robinson here are the headlines a president of the United Workers Party, Senator Isaac Baptist, says in addition to corrupt politicians, there are political operatives in the public service who are holding high offices and are not acting by laws that govern their offices. The St. Lucia Red Foundation is seeking to raise a minimum of $50,000 to assist some less fortunate families and is calling on Barbadians to assist in this year's Walk the Talk charity event. And NATO deployed unprecedented numbers of forces to Latvia in reaction to fears of future Russian aggression against the Baltic states, which were once part of the USSR, but now staunchly supports Ukraine. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolf Thomas Enterprises. The details of these stories and more coming up next. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles, nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And welcome back. First off in the news, in addition to corrupt politicians, there are political operatives in the public service holding high office who are not acting in accordance with the laws and regulations and turning a blind eye to the corrupt practices taking place within the governance structure. This from President of the United Workers Party, Isaac Baptist, where Baptist provided some comparisons or comparisons between past and present governments so as to contrast the direction the leadership is now headed with where it began. He says these calls into questions the image they reflect as public servants and whether or not they observe the laws that govern the conduct of the actions as senior public officers. I was a public servant. I worked in the public service for years up to middle management level. And we had permanent secretaries and accounting officers in those ministries that these things could have never happened under them. Not whether it came from the, min the prime minister, the chief minister or whoever. People like Vernon Shaw, Erickson Watier and these people so the problem we have in addition to corrupt politicians we have persons operatives in the public service holding high office who are not doing what they are required to do according to the regulation so if we are not able to get the political directorate to respond then the focus has to go back to where the problem really is those accounting officers taking instructions from political directorate that is contrary to law and it also brings into focus the role of the public service union mr later and his people must understand that what you are reading there what is coming out of the audit report 
put a bad reflection on the public service. So what are they going to do about it? Is it the PSU only concerned about salary increases? Don't you have concern about the image of the public service? And therefore, the issues that are coming out of this audit report, you're supposed to be aware of it and take it up. And where there is need for action, whether the police have to get involved, you get involved because it is, it is not right for the country. And that was the president of the United Workers Party, Senator Isaac Baptist. And looking at the commercialization of cannabis, there are a number of prerequisites that we need to understudy and understand fully, with Uruguay being a great example to learn from. This from Disaster Risk Management Coordinator for the Ministry of Agriculture, Dr. Almario Kazmi. President Jose Mosica signed legislation to legalize recreational cannabis in December 2013, making Uruguay the first country in the modern era to legalize cannabis. In August 2014, Uruguay legalized growing up to six plants at home, as well as the formation of cannabis social clubs, a state-controlled marijuana dispensary regime, and the creation of a cannabis regulatory body. In October 2014, the government began registering growers' clubs, allowing them to turn to grow a maximum of 99 cannabis plants annually. As of August 2015, there are 2,743 registered personal growers, and in 2017, 16 pharmacies were authorized to sell cannabis commercially. In other words, yes, it is a liberalized market, fully, fully, fully legal to grow, sell, transport, distribute, but still within regulations. And that is very, very instrumental if we need to now contemplate in what module that we are actually going to utilize in terms of the commercialization of cannabis in Dominica for industry. Because there are 14 key principles that we must understand in terms of the important decisions in cannabis reform. And the first thing it looks at production, profit motive, and promotion, prevention, legalization jurisdictions will also have to decide if they are going to devote resources to prevent efforts, especially for youths, in terms of the job prevention programs and the eradication programs, certain things in terms of the policing and the policing and the enforcement tied into the whole issue of prevention. Penalties, purity of the product, and that is very important because even here, as I speak unapologetically, there are some atrocities taking place with regards to cannabis cultivation. You hear people using what? Animal feed to yeah. put in wow. cannabis cultivation. That cannot be. And you hear people using things like fast stack, one of the most hazardous agro-insecticides that we know in utilizing cannabis to the potency of the product is very, very important, you know? We're talking about the 14 Ps, you know, because basically if we are looking for a balance between CDB and THC, it cannot be for that all urethric high. So all these things that we need to take into consideration when we are looking at a viable cannabis industry. And that was Disaster Risk Management Coordinator for the Ministry of Agriculture, Dr. Mario Kazumi. And MP for the Rosenhoff constituency, Daniel Lugi, says the auditor's report as at June 30th, 2021, under the theme governance of the abattoir, stated that there is no legislation or regulation currently governing the management of that institution, and it lacks hygiene and environmental legislative frameworks. Lugay added that under the financial management review as contained in the auditor's report, it is said that bank reconciliations were not done regularly. Unlike the disappointing non-performance of former auditor Clarence Christian, who failed to produce timely audit reports for several years, leaving it up to the current director of audit to clean up his mess. The work of the audit department is looked upon with scorn and disdain by this Labour Party government, as it exposes corruption, misconduct, 
abuses, and misappropriation of public funds and public resources. And that was the MP for the Rosa North constituency, Daniel Lugay. And the Ministry of Trade, Commerce, Entrepreneurship, Innovation, Business and Export Development released a press release as to the latest prices of gasoline, diesel and kerosene. Wholesale price of gasoline as of immediate is $17.96 per gallon. Retail price being $18.66 per gallon. Diesel wholesale price is $16.48 per gallon. Retail price $17.13 per gallon. Kerosene wholesale price $16.19 per gallon. And retail price $16.67 per gallon. This comes at a time when many are arguing that the world's prices of oil and gasoline seems to be on a decline and Dominica seems to be the paradox. Still in local news, Lennon Matthew and NJAM member says the taxes are paid by the citizens and residents merely put people in charge of deciding how the taxes are spent so that everyone benefits. However, it is the height of corruption when people in control determine that they may demand exorbitant fees without regard to the law because they are occupying the position of the president or prime minister. Noting that this behavior is basically people using public office for private gain, he reiterates his position that corruption is a primary cause of the rise in violence in Dominica currently being witnessed, and when these issues are allowed to worsen, the entire society is already struggling and is forced to succumb to the demands of the black market. The increase in the gun violence, the increase in the, the violence we see there is a direct result or a fruit of the corruption. It's a meter or measuring stick of how corrupt our society is. And that is just the result. So we are seeing the result. Although we say we, uh, there's no evidence, but there is suspicions. There is things that we can see in the society that's not right. And then when these things are allowed to fester, then the wider society who is already struggling, who doesn't have jobs, who doesn't have economic activity, who has to live to make up a living for themselves, who's pressured by society's qualifier for what is success, what is wealth, to get that house. At this point, you're going to take a loan and it will take you 40 years and you're still broke. So it's easy when you're in that sick circumstance, it's easy to fall to the pressures of the illegal trade, the illegal economics, the underground world. So all those things, they mesh. And that's, that's what we're talking about. And that was a financial advisor, Mr. Oh, that's NJAM member, Mr. Lennon Matthew. Meantime, former banker and financial advisor Lewis Robinson is concerned about the volume of cash transactions taking place in Dominica and wonders what type of economic activities are happening below the surface. He says there are very few investments outside of government's capital projects taking place in Dominica's economy, so the volume of cash transactions, which are mostly made by the government, is of concern. On a Roots Connection on Q program, where he spoke and discussed the issue of present and potential banking issues in Dominica's economy, Mr. Louis Robinson expressed these views and went on to query whether or not there is justification for the excessive abundance of liquidity in the economy and asked what else is there in terms of economic activity in various sectors and what else is there now that hotels have been built for travelers. But when it comes to real economic activity, you know, the agricultural sector, the manufacturing sector, the entertainment sector, even the tourism sector, well, they're building these hotels, but when you have built the hotels and you bring the tourists in, what else is there for the tourists to remain here? Or beaches are not properly kept, or rivers are disappearing. We don't have a 
forest per se that people, for example, the trail which was meant to cross from Scotshead to Capuchin, which would probably should be a good tourist um, attraction, that is not functioning. And that was financial advisor Louis Robinson. Meantime, former IMF economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine points out that Dominica may have seen an increase in the cost of banking, possibly because the banks may no longer be making as much money from advances as they once did. He says consumers with minimal savings might be aware that a fee may be taken from their accounts. Dr. Fontaine also says that this is because the banks are responsible to meet their own obligations and expenses whilst not receiving as much income from advances. So they may have had to take this decision to increase their fees in order to secure the funding they need. He also contends that Dominican economy is in disarray and as a result the banking institutions are feeling the pinch and because of how poorly the economy is performing the banks might experience some cascading repercussions and impacts. And that happens where you have an economy that is not functioning as the Dominican economy is not. Dominican economy is, is completely, almost completely dead. As Ron said, a lot of cash transactions, there is not a lot of, of, of monies necessarily going into the bank, not a lot of loans coming out, not a lot of building activity. You know, there is some, but not a lot. And because of that, because of the fact that the economy is doing so poorly, then you're going to have this knock-on effects. You're going to have those impacts on the banking system. And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And the Commonwealth of Dominica Police Force is currently investigating a shooting incident that has seen a St. Lucian residing in Jimmet. 54-year-old Cuthbert Charles, who was attacked by an unknown assailant receiving gunshot wounds to his head and neck. Here's more. The Commonwealth of Dominica Police Force is currently investigating a shooting incident which occurred about 9.30 p.m. at Jimmet on Thursday, 18th August, 2022. Cuthbert Charles, 54 years old of St. Lucia, who resides at Jimmit, was shot at the home where he resides by an unidentified assailant. He received gunshot wounds to his neck and head. He was transported to the emergency department of the Dominica China Friendship Hospital, where he was treated and subsequently admitted to the intensive care unit. Investigation into this shooting incident continues. And that was Inspector Fixton Henderson. And the Dominican Nurses Association is celebrating its 65th anniversary and is cordially inviting everyone to join as a team or join them. Our heritage, our future, critical thinkers into the 22nd century and beyond is a theme of this year's anniversary. On August 21, 2022, a church service was held at the Portsmouth Methodist Church to mark their anniversary at 7.13 in the morning. Buses departed from the Dominica China Friendship Hospital's parking lot. Today, Monday, August 22, 2022, the 65th anniversary day, they will hold a press conference at the Dominica Public Service Union building at 10 a.m. Under the leadership of Bishop Lennox Timothy, the Dominica Christian Union Churches, Caribbean Global, in collaboration with a few city restaurants, will serve warm lunches and tokens to nurse at 7 at health districts around Dominica as well as the Dominica China Friendship Hospital beginning at 12 p.m. And on Tuesday, August 23rd from 6 to 7 p.m., there will be a Zoom meet and greet motivational session. Members will discuss their life experiences and a few individuals will also discuss the professional paths after moving up from nursing into various sectors. The DBSU will provide instructional workshops on August 24th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. to cover subjects like wills, investing and writing, holistic self-care and customer service. Meet and greet 
uh, whistle shop, uh, whistle stop, will visit retired Dominica Nurses Association nurses at their homes on Thursday, August 25th, and on Friday, 26th, members will participate in events including the Sack Race, Lime and Spoon, Fred and Needle, Bun Eating, and much more. There will be t-shirts for sale that feature the DNA logo and concepts. There will also be a cocktail party on Saturday, 27th August at the DPSU building from 7 p.m. They ask that persons wear business or semi-formal attire. And that's it for the local news. In regional news, the St. Lucia Red Foundation is seeking to raise a minimum of $50,000 to assist some less fortunate families and is calling on all Barbadians to assist in this year's Walk the Talk charity event. Here's more. To help us to be our brothers keep start from Ragged Point um, Corner in the area of extreme body mechanics. Um, the gym right there in the corner. We're going to start from there. We're going along Route 10. I'm heading all the way down to Six Rows. Long walk. Making a left at Six Rows and going all the way across the Oldbury and then to the Concord Experience. That's the first Sunday. Second Sunday, we start at the Concord Experience again and make our way down to CBC Car Park. Another good little pull, as they call it. And uh, we expect people, you know, to, to get involved and give up your, your, your best to, to contribute to these people in need. On the third leg, we're going to start at CBC Car Park and we're making our way all the way down to the area of Premium Seafoods in Lancaster. Also in other news, NATO has deployed unprecedented numbers of forces to Latvia or Latvia, uh, reaction to fears of future Russian aggression against the Baltic states. Once part of the USSR, Latvia is now an independent country in the European Union whose government has expressed a staunch support for Ukraine. Here's more. Conflict. Major Anatoly Dirugin, who identifies as Russian himself, was born here. He is now in charge of training new recruits for the National Guard, a third of whom are also Russians. How do you feel about the possibility to fight with people who speak the same language as you, who have the same ethnic background as you, as you uh, with whom you have uh, one history? If we imagine a robber or a murderer, who comes to our house, it doesn't matter what nationality he is. If he has the nerve to destroy your house, to kill or injure your loved ones, he is no longer a brother or a friend. Russia is losing its legacy and the battle for hearts and minds in this country. But the more Latvian Russians feel that their identity is being repressed, the less united the country could become. And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. A president of the United Workers Party, Senator Isaac Baptist, says in addition to corrupt politicians, there are political operatives in the public service who are holding high offices and are not acting by laws that govern the officers. The St. Lucia Red Foundation is seeking to raise a minimum of $50,000 to assist some less fortunate families and is calling on all Barbadians to assist in this year's Walk the Talk charity event. And NATO deployed unprecedented numbers of forces to Latvia in reaction to fears of future Russian aggression against the Baltic states which were once part of the USSR but now staunchly supports Ukraine. When it happens, the news was brought to you with the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. I've been your presenter Hassan Robinson.
you top of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens.